Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timlake Roll, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom of 400 of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right, because that's the way we roll. The old renaissance is the new renaissance, standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company, uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way, Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina, found at Total Wine locations at Burkdale, Ballantyne, Woodlawn, Concord, and Total Wine and more, Parktown Village. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, November 16th. I'm Donald Ware. We've got another coaching casualty in HBCU football. Travion Scott, who is the athletics director at Grambling, announced that Broderick Fobbs, who had been the head football coach beginning with the 2014 season or at Grambling since beginning, the 2014 season has been relieved of his duties as the head football coach. So you're talking about Broderick Fobbs in his eighth season as the head football coach of Grambling being relieved of his duties. Said Scott, quote, earlier today, I informed head coach Broderick Fobbs of my decision to make a change in leadership of our football program. Broderick Fobbs is one of the finest human beings I have had the pleasure to meet in this industry, and he has been a tremendous role model and mentor to our young men. We appreciate his many years of service to our university and wish both him and his family nothing but the best. Consistent with our values as an institution, he deserves the utmost respect from the Grambling State University Tiger family throughout this transition. Well, Couple of things, couple of problems. I think first of all, with the, with the, uh, with the uh, statement, a. It, it to me, it's disrespectful to have let Broderick Fobbs go prior to the Bayou Classic. If you want to make a change, and I mean, listen, you know, and I'll I'll get back to this. I mean, if you want to make a change, make a change. You know, I think in college athletics to fire a head football coach or any any coach in any sport in the middle of the season or while the season is still playing out is just a bad look, okay? Unless there's just something egregious. If there's something more that we don't know about this. Now, you know, if I'm going to take Mr. Scott 
for what he said at face value, okay, then this is a problem. Now, we don't know. Could Broderick Fobbs have said, hey, you know, I mean, maybe they offered him something and I don't know. And he just decided he didn't want to, you know, and wanted to leave immediately. And they still decided to respect just to say, hey, maybe something else happened that we don't know about. Okay, but if I'm going to take this for face value, okay, and then you tell me and then you tell me consistent with our values as an institution he deserves the utmost respect from the Grambling State University Tiger family throughout this transition. First of all, uh, please, please at our at our universities, please stop saying we things like we appreciate his many years of service to our university and wish both him and his family nothing but the best. Well, you're stating the obvious. First of all, second of all, it doesn't make he and his family feel good to be fired with one game remaining in the season, and that, of course, being the Bayou Classic. Now, I get it. Grambling hasn't had a lot of success in the Bayou Classic more recently, hasn't had a lot of success more recently, a lot of coaching changes, you know, just a lot going on with the program. The spring uh, was an 0-4 Right. Like didn't win any games in the spring. I get all of that. Like I'm not I get all of that. But let's look at where this program was prior to Broderick Fobbs taking over as the head coach. The program was in disarray, to say the least. It was getting bad headlines nationally. Right. Out, you know, uh, because of the whole uh, just conditions. Remember, the football players protested back in 2013, protested, skipped the game against Jackson State. It was a big deal to the tune that Jackson, that Grambling had to, in essence, in a, in a way, pay restitution to Jackson State by way of having to play multiple home games at Jackson State in consecutive years. It was an absolute mess within that program, okay, an absolute mess mess. And by the way, Grambling's been down this road before. Okay. Let's not forget. Yeah, we, we can talk about Broderick Fobbs and it's definitely a shame, but if you can do something like what uh, Grambling did to head coach uh, Doug Williams, right? Uh, back in, that was back. That was during that season, back in 2013. If you can do what they did to Doug Williams, you'll do it to anybody. So, to me, from that vantage point, Grambling, you can't really trust Grambling in a lot of respects. I'll take, I'll take you back even further than, than, than Coach Williams. I'll take you back to Rod Broadway. When Rod Broadway was the head coach at Grambling, I witnessed uh, at the Bayou Classic. It was my first Bayou Classic. This was 2007. Uh, and I witnessed sort of an exchange between – Rod Broadway and I, I i don't know if it was a booster or somebody an alum or whatever it seemed like it was someone prominent um booster wise and alum wise within Grambling and I can't remember if this was halftime I think it may have been it was after the game I believe and I can't remember if Grambling won the game uh or not um but just an exchange there and it's like Come on, you know, Grambling, I, I get it. Grambling from a historic perspective, 
when you talk about HBCU football, right, you got to talk about Grambling, like from a historic perspective. And I realize Grambling has fallen on some hard times, no doubt. But listen, they did Doug Williams dirty back in 2013, okay, to the point the players, after he was dismissed, play, uh, what, two games into the season, very similar, I think, I think Coach Williams at that time did the Monday press conference by two by Monday night, Monday evening. He was out of there as the head coach at Grambling. Same sort of scenario some eight years later, a little more than eight years later because that happened like two or three games into the season back during 2013. Out, I think it was two games in, out as the head football coach uh, of Grambling. So, you know, man, it – you know, I get it from a traditional standpoint. You want Grambling to be great. But look at what this man did, meaning Broderick Fobbs. All of that, all that negativity, right? All of what was exposed at Grambling State University. And Broderick Fobbs, an alum, played under Eddie Robinson. And, and you know, I, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to take it back to the Eddie Robinson days, like I wasn't intimately involved in HBCU football. So, you know, you know, what happened with Eddie Robinson, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think eventually, you know, Eddie Robinson had, you know, it just wasn't winning games and all those kind of things. So I'm not going to take it there because I don't know that I didn't live that. Right. But I'm, I lived through uh, Doug Williams. I, I'm living through, you know, Broderick Fox. I lived through and saw the, um, Coach Broadway situation. But again, program in disarray takes over in 2014, has immediate success. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, immediate, immediate success as the head football coach at Grambling. Okay, immediately, right? Matter of fact, I'm going to look it up right now. Seven and five. Grambling went seven and five in Broderick Fobbs' first season. Okay, 2015. Uh, ended up nine and three, won the West. 2016, not only won the West, but won the HBCU national championship. Remember, defeating North Carolina Central in the second Celebration Bowl. 2017, another successful season, 11 and two on the season. Right, you look at the conference record, like his overall record. I get it. I mean, and it was good. I mean, he had a good overall record, but his conference record was something like. 42 and 13 in conference played it three three seasons where Grambling went undefeated okay three seasons where Grambling went undefeated won three straight Bayou Classics this man had some success and also uh so to dismiss him if I if I'm going to take the release for face value right to dismiss him you know Prior to the Bayou Classic, I just don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. It would be interesting to see who the next head football coach uh, at Grambling is ultimately going to be. I'm really interested um, to see who that person will be. Terrence Graves, the linebackers and special teams coordinator, linebackers coach and special teams coordinator, um, now going to be the head football coach of Grambling and ultimately a national search uh, will begin. Man, this is awfully tough. I look at Broderick Fobbs. I've had always said this, that I believe that Broderick Fobbs 
is the next coach. Like, we, there's only been one HBCU grad, one HBCU grad that has gone on to coach on the FBS level. Listen to what I'm saying. In the history of college football, one FBS, one HBCU grad that went on to coach at the FBS or at that time one AA level, uh, and that was Willie Jeffries, okay, coached. You know, I mean, in all that time, just one, one. And I always thought that Broderick Fobbs was that next guy. I think he still can be that guy. If I'm Broderick Fobbs, leave HBCUs alone. Just leave them alone. Like, your own alma mater does you that way? Broderick Fobbs had a lot of experiences coming into that job at Grambling and turned that program around. Yes, had fallen on some hard times. Okay, had definitely fallen on some hard times the last couple of years, no doubt. Okay, 04 again in the uh, in the uh, uh, 2020 spring season, um, you know, finishing second. I mean, it's just a battle. It's just a battle between Southern and Grambling, right? It's just that battle. And sometimes you're going to win them. Sometimes you're going to lose them. Dawson Odoms the last couple of years had gotten the best of Broderick Fobbs. But there were some years where Broderick Fobbs had gotten the best of Dawson Odoms. And not to go off on a different subject, but even with Dawson Odoms out of Southern, like, did a lot. Can't please everybody, right? And I realize that's the business. More so than any, even in the National Football League coaching, at the right position with the passion of a university can be more brutal and can be more brutal in college football than it is in the National Football League. And you talk about a grambling job, it's a prestigious job, um, more so from a historical standpoint, right? Uh, you know, many schools now, you know, are, are better than grambling, right? Like, you know, many, many HBCUs have, have gone to new levels. You look at Jackson State and what Jackson State is doing Right now, you look at, you know, A&T and what A&T has done over the last five, six, seven years. You know, you look at the ascension, right? But Grambling State has still been in the conversation, not like Grambling just totally fell off uh, or Grambling was dominant. They're still in the conversation. If I'm Broderick Fobbs, leave HBCUs alone. Go somewhere else. Um, you know, again, I think he, you know, and that's going to, I mean, the record in what, Broderick Fobbs was able to do at Grambling. First of all, not only the record, we can talk about the record. Uh, let's talk about the record, but we can also talk about where the program was before he went seven and five in his first season. Okay, fifty-four and thirty-two overall, something like you know forty and I don't know, like forty and well, forty and twenty because he he had what the he had five losses in the spring. Um, also, uh, up to up to seven losses, which I guess uh, maybe maybe four, maybe like four four of those right are SWAC losses. Don't have it in front of me. So about you know, so something like right around forty and twenty in SWAC play with three undefeated seasons. Man, that that that's pretty awesome. Broderick Fobbs, leave HBCUs alone. Uh, get yourself uh, because he had he had had experience at non HBCUs, okay, and he to me is still on that trajectory to be the next HBCU grad that can be 
a head football coach at an FBS program. No, no coaching situation lasts forever. You're going to have some hard times. Things are going to happen. But that doesn't mean you can't bounce back. Broderick Fobbs no doubt will bounce back. And he, not only that, he already um, had been a winner. So it's not going to be any doubt that he's going to get that opportunity. And I don't think there's going to be any doubt to me, ultimately, that he's going to get that shot at the FBS level. Your thoughts, hit me up via Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. Thank you for listening to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where we give you opinions, we give you information, and we've got you covered as it relates to HBCU football. Talk with you later. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com. Your HBCU sports. Sports leader.